Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Then now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey. Trey, good afternoon. Hey, guys. I checked the transfer portal. Once again, boring day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a no news is good news type of thing either. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we want to see some flux in the roster, right? Well, um, these guys going to start yeah, leaving to AG. <laughs> hey, it's a cutthroat deal now. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got all these guys. Yeah. Hey, you got two from Tennessee visiting. You've had two from Georgia visiting. You've had all these other guys. They're going to make room for them, I'm sure. Don't you think? Oh yeah. I mean, they they're going to have more than four spots available. They may. Yeah. I've got them at 81 right now, and I guess we'll see what happens with Jashad Stewart after his incident. Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate. Wow. Yes. Mm. Uh, but that's no, not unfortunate. It's stupid. Yeah. Well. It's all yeah. of that. <laughs> it's unfortunate that it. It's unfortunate to the Razorbacks that it happened. It was stupid on yeah. his part. So yeah, I guess we should also say allegedly. Um, well, it was allegedly been, stupid. Allegedly stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You hate to see that. Um, yes, you do. Absolutely. But it could be down to eighty. Uh, you know, Jashad had a uh, super senior year available to him uh, to come back in twenty twenty four. So. Yeah, we'll see how that unfolds, but not looking good. Uh, but that would bring them down to 80 scholarship players. Uh, obviously, the max is 85, and um, they're still going to bring in more than that. I mean, I would expect them to bring in at least three more offensive linemen, maybe four, you know. So, uh, And we know that they're interested in linebackers, obviously, interested in defensive backs. And, uh, you know, so there's, there's a lot. I, I mean, I kind of expect them just to hit every area. Uh, running back also. I don't know where they're going exactly at running back right now, but you never know how things will shake out. There's still players that are entering the transfer portal. There's another transfer portal window in the spring. I don't trust that spring transfer portal window because when we got there last year, I was thinking, well, they need to hit safety. They need to hit, you know, hit the secondary for sure. And there just wasn't a lot of good safeties left uh, at that point. I believe they did get uh, uh, Keon Stewart at that time, but there just was as a defensive back. But there just wasn't a whole lot of whole lot of D-backs left there. They got A.J. Brathwaite late. He didn't stick around, obviously. Um, you know, so a few reaches here and there. I know they wanted to get some more offensive linemen, and uh, really Amari Wiggins, I think, was the only guy that they got late, and he was a junior college player. So I don't trust the spring window. I'd like to see them get most of their work done. Obviously, there'll be more attrition after the spring when players don't like their situation, maybe don't love their position coach and things like that so uh you know you'll have to address that then but to me i'd like to feel good about where my roster is um you know by the time school starts in january yeah absolutely well and the portal closes on the second right january 7th it does but you can come out of the portal anytime Yeah. yeah yeah you can just go in it on the second right which is down from 45 days last year Right. 45 yeah. days, 30 days is too many. Right. But what I don't I'm know saying that we is need, that, that still yeah. gives them another couple of weeks before school starts for yes. for the later ones to sign or yes. to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't looked at the first day of school, but it's usually January 17th ish. I think that's right. Trey, something we have 
failed to talk about. We had Coach Z on. We talked basketball. Love Coach Z. But the uh, yeah, but the SEC schedule was released last night about six o'clock. Have you had a chance? I'm sure you have by now. But if you had a chance to really look at the schedule and and what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I hadn't looked at it. Who are they playing? I don't know. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. hey, listen. Well, on the schedule show, did you would you watch any of it? Yeah, I they, did. Okay, they brought in they brought on um, Missouri's coach, Drinkwitz. Yeah, he was actually he was at a, at a home visit. Yeah. And that he didn't know it. Supposedly, he didn't know his schedule. That's what they said. What he said anyway. They read it to him, and he recited it right back to him. Pretty mm-hmm. amazing, huh? Yeah. I wonder if he was looking at it on his phone. Don't you wonder? He also told <laughs> him he had a photographic memory. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And yeah, then, I, I, I'm not. I'm not hating on Eli Drinkwitz anymore. I mean, the guy shut he's me done up. A great job. Trump. Yeah. He shut yes. me up. So, but did you hear? Uh, even though their schedule is incredibly easy last year for an SEC team and this year, I mean, it's tougher in twenty-four. Their schedule, to to, yeah, Missouri. They got to go to Alabama. I know that one. Well, look how it starts, though. I mean, I, so I, you oh, know what yeah, I watched first last night? Pitiful. Yeah, your first. I watched uh, yes. the SEC storied uh, true character about the 98 Arkansas team. And what stood out to me about that was, like, Arkansas's first four games were in Arkansas, in Fayetteville or War Memorial. Yeah. And yeah. that, to me, is just such a recipe to yeah. get the momentum going. Because yeah. once, once Arkansas, you know, won a few games, started feeling good, that Alabama game obviously was huge. But once they got that momentum going, it's hard to stop. You know, when yeah. you believe and you, there's buy-in, and Missouri, I think, had that last year. And right. I look at their – I mean, they're 4-0 and out of the gate. No question. Should, next year, oh, should be, yeah. Right. Murray, this this is their home game starting out. They're, first they play Murray State, then Buffalo, then Boston College, then Vanderbilt. Yeah, That's their first four games all at home. Yeah, that's right. And then they get a bye week ahead of the Texas A&M game. So, and then after that they play UMass hmm. at UMass, which is odd. They're 5-1 and one at worst. You know? You're right. Oh, you're right. That's right. I mean, that to me is, I mean, I don't know that Arkansas' schedule is Georgia or what Florida has, but, I mean, it's it's not as easy. I don't I don't love the idea of, you know, your first game in Fayetteville being week three. I, I don't love the, I didn't like it last year with the first game being in Little Rock. And, you know, Little Rock, I have incredibly fond memories of Little Rock. I'm from that area. I grew up in North Little Rock and Sheridan. Uh, so my, my, I went to several Little Rock games before I even went to a game in Fayetteville. And, but it doesn't have the same mystique and rowdiness to me that it has in the past. And maybe you could say that's the opponents that they, they're forced to play there and stuff. And there's certainly some credence to that. But to me, I just think it takes a little bit of the wind out of the sails of the season starting, not being able to play a game, you know, in your 76,000-seat home stadium on campus. Um, I'm not saying don't play Little Rock games. I'm just saying that's not how I would like to open the season up if it's me. And then you go Oklahoma State, and then, you know, you've got um, UAB and Fayetteville. What is that? The 5th? No. Let's see. They start in the 14th. That's the 14th. That's the 14th of September, yeah. right. Yeah, the 14th. Yeah, so... Yeah. You got well, those are your first again, three games, three and then weeks. you know, three then you're for their home. yeah. Well, then you're at Auburn, and then it's versus Texas A and M. It's not Groundhog Day, but it is the last time, thankfully, that they play Texas A. And Arkansas is not the home team in that, so that's good. They're not the home team. The next game in 2025 will be in Fayetteville, but you know that you get one game in Fayetteville. You know those first what is that one two three five four weeks. five first five weeks of the season. Yeah. Well, you know, Georgia so, only plays once at home in the first five weeks, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, And, you know, then you get Tennessee before a bye week. So, to me, when you look at it, you kind of segment the schedule, you know, probably into three parts. You know, those first six games, to me, to avoid a lot of grumbling, Arkansas needs to be four and two. You know, three and three, I don't think is going to be like, um, you know, the end of the world. But it, there will be a lot, definitely a lot more grumbling. Uh, you know, and, and that's based off coming off a four and eight season. You know, so to me, you probably need to get, you know, two out of the four between Oklahoma State, Auburn, Texas A&M, and Tennessee. Wouldn't you guys agree with that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Considering yes. where they've been at this point, so then yes. you get a bye week. You get LSU and Fayetteville. You're at Mississippi State. And then your Ole Miss in Fayetteville. And Arkansas has beaten Ole Miss the last couple of years. Mississippi State will be rebuilding. 
they uh, for the second time in a row, I guess. Um, you know, I, 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 I guess we all expected them to have change. I, I didn't think it'd be a year, but I mean, the only reason that guy was hired was to Arnett was hired was to keep things going that Mike Leach had instilled, and he decided yeah. to change everything, and they <laughs> they yeah. weren't very good. So um, I, I guess it made sense to move on there. But you know, out of those next three games, um, to me, like. I guess it depends if you if you can start four and two, which is asking a lot. You're gonna have to have some luck to get there, you know. If you can go two and one there, you know, uh, which I don't think is too much to ask for year five, right? Um, you know, you got two of those games at home, and your easier opponent, you know, on the road. LSU is going to be without their Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, Tennessee, I believe, will have a new quarterback also, yes. uh, and Mississippi State's, you know, with the first-year coach rebuilding. And I don't ever judge first-year coaches because it's a lot instilling your identity onto the program and stuff. So it's I don't ever judge a guy really on his first year, if it's good or bad. So, you know, you come out of there, say you're two and one. So what have I got? I'm at six and three, and this is the best-case scenario in my point, in my view. Like, this is not, not a miracle season. This is like playing really solid football, having some momentum. Uh, then you get the bye week before Texas, Louisiana Tech, and Missouri. You need to stop this against Missouri. I mean, eight yeah. out of the last nine. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, turn you the tape to. on. Turn the tape on. Texas and Fayetteville, it's going to be very hard. Arkansas has won the last two against Texas. Is it two or yeah. three? Last, last couple, I believe, two. and handily. Yeah. But this yeah. is a different Texas team. Obviously, they're in yeah. the college football playoff right now for a reason. Uh, yeah. you got Louisiana Tech, which is 3-9 and nine this year. Um, to me, you go that final stretch, you go 2-1. and one. You beat Louisiana Tech in either Texas or Missouri. You know? And you're – what does that put them at? 7 Eight, eight, and four isn't something that people should be doing backflips out oh, about. Oh, next year they should, after four and eight? Well, yeah. considering the whole scope of things, I'm, I'm saying eight and four is not a fireable offense. It's something that you can be satisfied with. You can uh, be I'll happy with. I'll say this, Trey. If eight and four becomes a fireable offense, it's not. coaches will not last long. It's because not a fireable it, offense. Because in this new concept, with the new league bringing in Texas and Oklahoma... Mm-hmm. They're not going to win more than eight a whole lot, I don't think. Maybe once or twice. Well, it's going to be tough. They've got to adjust because I don't think it's fair to Razorback fans to consider, you know, just eight wins a ceiling type of year. But I don't, and, and that's what I said. Eight, eight, eight wins is not a fireable offense. It's no, a good be. season by, our, by if you look at the history of Arkansas. That's right. If you go six and six and limp into a bowl game, I don't know if that's enough. Yeah, I can't argue that because he's in the fifth year. So because he's in that. the fifth year, and they went six and six year before last and limped into a bowl game. Last year would be, you know, this past season would be four and eight, and then you go six and six again. I just don't know if that's going to excite a lot of fans. Mm, now, no. I do think that they can get there. They have to make some adjustments here and there. The schedule isn't that bad. I like the double buy. Uh, I think it falls pretty good on Arkansas' schedule, not too deep into the schedule for the first one, then three games, boom, 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 then a bye, and then your final stretch. So it doesn't shape up horribly, uh, in my opinion. I would like to see a little bit, you know, a little bit more home flavor to the first few games of the season just to generate that momentum. But that Oklahoma State game in week two is going to be big for them from a, from yep, a momentum-building yep, standpoint. Right. Yep, I agree. Just like BYU could have been this past year. Um, now, there's a negative. I could go through the negative side. Like, I, I went through, like, best case. <laughs> I could go through worst-case scenario, and it's, you know, uh, you know, it probably ends in, like, a mid-season change in leadership. You're talking, like, three and nine. I hope it doesn't get to that because yeah. I do like the higher – with Bobby Petrino coming back. I like the storyline. I like Sam Pittman. You know, I've always liked Sam Pittman. I, I have a job to do, and I have to be critical at times, but um, I would be lying if I said I wasn't rooting the guy on. I mean, how can you not root on Sam Pittman? Sure. So, and if it works out, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't. But, um, you know, that's not because I have anything. But, you know, I like the guy, but I'm going to do my job. All right, trade this by our southern... Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I don't know if you want to try to comment on this or not, but 
from the 870 just tuned in. What did Stewart do? Uh, he was arrested for char- on charges of uh, burglary and cr- first-degree criminal mischief. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All with his And that would have been yesterday, and I guess it just came out today. Yeah. Involved his girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk with uh, Mr. E. Mr. E, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, I got a, a statement about the basketball team. Okay. They got too many athletes. They, they ain't played defense from high school to college. Hmm. And uh, I, I, I would like to see him, Coach Must, to bring in some bigger bodies on that on, under that goal. Yeah, watching them play Oklahoma, they definitely <laughs> it made you think, man. Wish I had a guy that you know built like a six ten linebacker. <laughs> yeah, turn like, around uh, a lot. Yeah, uh, I, w- I want to say. When I can start with Nolan, that when Arkansas played Nevada, then uh, Larry Johnson tell him to, after the game go get some men. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Well, we need some men, and they out there. Yeah, you need some shooters, but you don't need that many on, on one team because they ain't played no high school uh, college defense. Defense win ball game, and uh, that's what I want to say, gentlemen. Thank I'm you, Mr. E. I'm surprised they're not shooting better from both the free throw line and from three-point range. I mean, there's a lot of, like, 35% career three-point shooters who are veterans on this team. And they're all – I mean, they recruited – every time they brought in a guy, go look at their, you know, shooting percentages, three-point and uh, free-throw shooting, and they should be a better free-throw shooting team than they are also. I think we're going to see a good bit of shake-up against Lipscomb. I really do. And I also think that uh, Musselman's going to get it figured out. There was a time last year where I wrote them off, hmm. and I think a lot of people did. Like, this isn't a tournament team. And surely enough, they started figuring out what was working for them and getting things right, getting their rotation right. And, you know, they didn't – it took them a lot longer. I think maybe because there was such a freshman influence on that team. but And injuries. It, and injuries were a huge, huge part of it. I mean – Having the whole thing built around two players that both got hurt—that was uh, that was really tough for them, uh, especially with Brazil. But I think they're going to get it figured out, and that's just based on seeing what Musselman has done in the past. He's always gotten it figured out, and I just look for him to do it again. I'm not a basketball savant. I don't <laughs> I don't know the you know all the ins and outs of basketball. I watch every game I can and um, and love the sport and what I know from it is Musselman gets the job done and he'll get it figured out eventually. And hopefully hopefully a little bit earlier this year and uh, they can make some do some damage in the SEC. I still think that's out there. Let's talk with uh, Sean. Sean, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, I have a, a question for Trey. Yes. Trey, um, on the basketball team, when you have so many transfers in or NIL players or portal transfers, whatever you want to call it, they show no loyalty to their own team. And we got seniors this time, so they already set in their ways. And I just feel like they play exactly like they came. Selfish. And Maybe. I'm but this is how Mus has built the last few teams. Thank you, Sean. You know, I mean, they, all these teams have been built with transfers. Have they not? Pretty much. Yeah. Except for his yeah. first. Pretty that much. Was built, there was a lot of transfers on that team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was called the importer before he ever before he ever uh, got at Arkansas, and it was for the transfer work that he did at Nevada, where he was very successful also. He's got it down. If this was if this was if this was independent of itself, and this is we don't know anything about Musselman, and this is how the season's starting, then I think yeah, okay, maybe maybe some panicking <laughs> is warranted. But the fact that we've seen it before and Musselman's gotten it straight every single time, um, you know, I mean, last season was a disappointment 
in the way the regular season went, obviously. But it sure was fun beating Kansas uh, to go to the Sweet 16. Absolutely. And they lost to Connecticut, and Connecticut won the national championship. Yep. Yeah. They've lost to some national champions. Yes, that's right. <laughs> they have lost some national championship teams uh, in the tournament a lot lately. Sam, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Hey, Trey. I was just wondering if the Arkansas Razorbacks going to win national championship this year. In track? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't like, I, I, never mind. Baseball, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. This from our the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Boss Hog says Arkansas has a higher winning percentage in Little Rock than they do in Fayetteville. You're talking about history. You're talking about all of history. Yeah, back then when they used to play more games in Little Rock. Yeah. Are you talking about? Um you're talking about uh, well, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's 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 a different era now, though. I yeah, mean, of course, it just is. Yeah, they don't they hardly different play opponents, so forth and so on, than what you used to see as well. Marianne, sounds like Trey needs to be complaining about Hunter Yurchek not doing a good job with our non-conference home schedule. Not the SEC's fault that we keep doing dumb stuff to ourselves. I don't think I was complaining too much, was I? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't like the I don't like opening in Little Rock. I just I think it takes a little bit of the uh, the juice out of it. Personally, I thought it did last year. That same thing not that, with I mean, not that without, I'm saying uh, stop playing in Little Rock. Don't get mad at me. No, no, no. I mean, I think it would be different, Trey, if the second game rather than in Stillwater, yeah. you were playing in Fayetteville, it'd feel differently. Yeah, they were flipped. If you opened with UAB in Fayetteville, right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane, Hyundai, and Genesis of Conway. Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks. They aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. Make the season extraordinary when you shop the spectacular holiday collection at Sissy's Log Cabin. From engagement rings to exclusive designer jewelry to loose diamonds, you'll find gifts everyone will love at the best prices. All while enjoying the Sissy's promise of unmatched service and experience at any of our six locations or online at sissyslogcabin.com. Embrace the magic of the season only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. 
was the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales of it at Kris Kreme. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundais, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai in sight, just know it's Santa on his way in a new Palisade from Kris Kreme Hyundai. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. You're in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we will be doing one of our final two trivia questions on behalf of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Now, must remind you now, open Sunday through Christmas, and they have got so many different opportunities to save so much money and make that special person super happy, such as a new collection of diamond bangle bracelets. They're flexible, contoured to fit her wrist. Wear one, stack a few for a bolder look. Available in white, yellow, or rose gold from $5.99 all the way up to $59.99. And by the way, two locations to serve you inside McCain Mall in North Little Rock and the new location, Cantrell Road, in the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center next to the Fresh Market, now open Sundays through Christmas. So here is our trivia question for today for a $100 gift certificate. And the 10 qualifiers will go into a, I don't know, hat, bin? How they go about selecting it? I've not been advised of the exact process, but there will be a winner of a $500 gift certificate from Robert Irwin Jewelers. And here is our question. Who holds the University of Arkansas record for the highest scoring average as a freshman? Who holds the University of Arkansas record for the highest scoring average as a freshman? Correct answer gets a $100 gift certificate. Now, I realize Jason has been on there for quite a few minutes, but he decided he didn't want to answer. He didn't know the, the answer. Yep. Yeah, but he might have been wanting something else. Well, Maybe he actually he was holding Trey. for Trey. Yeah, yeah, we just didn't quite get to him at the time. Uh, this from our um, Southern Structural. No, this is from our. Uh, the Gangster Museum of America Live Fan Feedback. Ryan says, 8 and 4, LOL, LOL. Trey, that 8 and 4 is not even close to reality. That's not going to happen, buddy. Uh, Drew says, I'm done questioning Eric Musselman. Every year I panicked in December, but every year I partied in March. Uh, Mary Ann says, Reality. Yeah, starting four and two is very reasonable for the team. That won four games this whole year. LOL. This team is going five and seven at best. People are underestimating how much we lost on defense. Sam says, I don't care how many buys you have before Texas. That program is on a different level than we are. Since that game three years ago, they've gotten better and better, and we have not gotten better at all. Arkansas fans aren't looking at what Texas is doing, apparently. Sure they are, but but that's okay. Okay, let's just go ahead and count that one as a loss and not play. You never know by then. Well, you don't save know. me a trip to Fayetteville. Yeah, we don't know if Arkansas is going to be... Good. We don't know. Save I mean, me some yeah, gas pro- projecting, money. Yeah. Projecting four and two when they start, 
Maybe they won't be. Maybe they'll be five and one. Maybe they'll be six and zero, oh, and then everybody say, "Oh, they're going to beat everybody." Or maybe they'll be two and four, and people say, "Aren't going to beat anybody." We we don't know, and we don't know if Texas will be as good next year as this year. They're likely to be good. I don't know what their how many players they have that are gone after this year. We don't know. I mean, think about it. If Georgia has a linebacker, sorry that projected to maybe be a starter there next year, and he left, then I'm guessing Texas will have some players leave, too. Well, their backup quarterback left, but then so that he's not going to play in the bowl game, which, again, I don't get these guys. I know you have to enter the transfer portal by January 2nd, but how many players of significance are not going to play in bowl games because they entered the transfer portal? And I'm assuming, I'm assuming the schools that they are leaving are not going to play them in the games. Am I right? No, he's already said he's not. The, the quarterback from well, Texas well, has already said he's not going to play. Yeah, I'm sure the majority of others are not going to play. Well, I'm guessing Oklahoma's isn't, and I'm guessing Ohio State's isn't. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that. No, you're you right. You're right. So, All right, let's go to uh, our phone line, see if we can get an answer. Caden, good afternoon. Do you have an answer to our trivia question? Uh, ben Collin? Ben Collins. Uh, I don't. Owen. No, ben, ben who? Oh, it didn't work. It didn't no. work. Uh, Thank uh, you, Caden. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm not ben sure who. Wasn't Ben, but yeah. I don't know who Ben Collins. I thought he. Is. I thought he said Ben Cowens at first. Oh, Ben Cowens, football player. Yeah, we're talking about basketball. Basketball. Here. Yeah, and Ben Cowens is a. I guess he was a sophomore when he led the SWC in rushing. So. All right. Once again, as a freshman playing basketball for the University of Arkansas, who holds the highest scoring average as a freshman? Let's talk with uh, Lyle. Lyle, you got an answer for us. Uh, was it Joe Johnson? No, it was not Joe Johnson. Thank you. No, and, and Joe only played, although that's a pretty good guess because Joe only played one semester, and so in one semester, his scoring average might have been ha- higher than a lot of... So that's a pretty good guess. But yeah. it wasn't him. Not a bad guess at all. No. Rob said Joe Johnson no. Uh, okay. Let's do this. And let's do this. We're joined by our NFL agent and guru, better known as Chris Turnage, who we missed last week. We did miss you last week. Yes, we did. We always have Thanks, good guys. I missed you. you as well. And the week before was Thanksgiving, obviously. So, yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah. it's been a little while. Yeah, exactly. Well, are, are you going to tell us, is there, the, the trade season's over, right? You can't trade? For NFL, correct. Yeah, you can't trade right now. Okay. So what's the solution for Kansas City's receiving core? You know, it's interesting. I mean, Rasheed Rice has turned out to be really good, a rookie from SMU. Yeah, um, he's yeah. turned out to be uh, uh, really, really valuable to them. But, you know, Travis Kelsey, as we've talked about before, I mean, he's certainly had great games, but he's had a lot more bad games this year than, you know, people are used to. And then the other receivers just aren't providing much help. Um, you know, Kadarius Toney is dropping a lot, obviously had a crucial offside penalty, oh, yeah. um, which was a clear offside, by the way. Yeah. I know Kansas oh, yeah. fans are in an uproar, but it was a – was a right call. It was a clear offside, yeah. and um, and so he's got you know case of the drops. You got Aldis Scantling, who's just been non-existent um, for them. Basically, you know, drafted a kid last year, um, Frost, who's not doing much that they thought would, or Sky Moore, that, who they thought would replace kind of that Tyreek Hill role. He's he's been invisible. So yeah, you're right, Rick. I mean, that is one thing that's struggling for them right now is that receiving core. I think they obviously will address it in the offseason. <laughs> well, we just hit the off season <laughs> with Chris. Wow, you know, it's, it's, we had a couple, one or two of those Monday, and we haven't had any since. So I hate that that happened. Yeah, let's let's give Michael an opportunity. Michael, good afternoon. I assume you're calling about our trivia question. Do you have an answer? Yeah, it was Todd Day. No, sir, was no, not. Good guess, though. Great guess. He also, also had a heck of a freshman year. He did. But thank you, Michael. Okay, let's see. Um, should we accept them from our buzz text no, line? No, you got to call in. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. I'll just tell people, like, no, no, 
no, no, you're right. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Okay. And uh, to the 870, no to your answer as well. No. So, Antina, no. So, I know a lot of fans are trying to get through. A lot of our callers are trying to get through by way of our uh, bus text line or our live fan feedback, but we can't do that. So, let's try Greg. Greg, good afternoon. You have a question to our trivia question. Yeah, I got the answer. Anthony Black. No, sir. That Anthony is not Black. correct. No. Good year. Yeah, he had a really good year, but yeah. he didn't have the didn't have the highest. No. All right. Well, you got some water. Go into Robert Irwin. You'll get some water. You're not. You're not very nice to people who don't get it. Okay. We have Chris back. Okay, so Chris... Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what happened. It just, just disconnected there. I don't know what happens. happened. But, uh, of course, the the, uh, the rumor is the Chiefs are already... They're also ready to trade um, Taylor Swift for Selena Gomez. Is that true? <laughs> I don't I don't think the salary cap quite has the room in it yet uh, for them to do no. that. Although they were sure when when the, they were winning, they were giving her credit. So you can't you can't blame her for the losses. I don't think. Exactly. Okay, so exactly. yeah, I used to I used to ask this every week, and now I'm not asking facetiously. Are the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl bound? I tell you that win against the Eagles was very very impressive. Uh, Dallas now has put themselves in a position or a chance to win um, the division. Uh, obviously, they've got still a little bit of a battle. If Eagles went out, they win, but. Um, they put them in a chance now uh, because of that victory. But, you know, you look at San Francisco, guys, what they did to both the Eagles. The, we'll complete that sentence. We'll look at San Francisco for what they did to the Eagles and the Cowboys, which they did. <laughs> and uh, but and the, and they're really good, too. You know, I, I'm sure we brought that up, that San Francisco's quarterback is making less than a lot of college quarterbacks Eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars and he's and he's really good is that not amazing wasn't he the, he was the last guy picked in the draft is that right i think that's yes right. he was he yeah. was and right. by the Let's way again, chris yeah. is now two for two hopefully yeah. not three for three yeah, and, and <laughs> I need to get on the acre and let's let's uh, talk about the upgrade here yeah uh, that's uh, right the equipment you know hey we were talking about san francisco's quarterback making less money than some college quarterbacks the late, wasn't he, the, he was the last guy picked in the draft. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft. Um, and they kind of just did it on a whim because they didn't want to have to fight for him in free agency. And so they said, all right, let's just throw a pick at him to come in and, you know, potentially be our number three guy. And uh, certainly glad they did that. Isn't that amazing? So he had a couple games where he wasn't quite as good, but then the last couple he's been back to being really good again, hasn't he? Yeah, what I was saying, you know, when it cut off, San Francisco demolished the Cowboys, demolished the Eagles. They had that three-game span where you're exactly right, Rick. They didn't look good, but now they've got their full weapon, Debo Samuel back, and, um, you know, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, and they are a force to be reckoned with. Obviously, that defense is really, really good as well. So, um. <laughs> Three for three. All right, let's try Wesley. Wesley, good afternoon. Do you have an answer for us? Is it Scotty Thurman? No, it's not. Had a great freshman year. He did. He carried the hogs for a while when Corliss was hurt, but he's not the answer. Thank you, Wesley. Uh, let's try Charles. Charles, good afternoon. You have an answer for us. Is it Corliss Williamson? Corliss uh, would be a good guess because he missed some games that year, which can keep your average high, but he's not the answer. Hey, this one could last a while. Wow. The Robert Irwin Jeweler trivia question is stumping the state. <laughs> we do have uh, some interesting responses. That's that's one good thing, though. All right. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update during Out of Bounds. Get one of the lowest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card online at trueservice.net. 
So how many guns does a man need? Just one more, of course. And as always, Max Prairie Wings is the place to go for that one more gun. With $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, $75 rebates on Beretta A300 Ultima, $150 rebates on the Beretta A400, and the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Supermax 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland for just $849. It makes sense to check out all this and more online at MaxPW.com. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Hey, it's Matt Zimmerman for Telco Federal Credit Union. Looking for your next truck and shocked by the prices? As a member of Telco Federal Credit Union, they can help finance your next purchase, whether from a dealership or from an individual. Telco can even finance your out-of-state funds, and if needed, they can help with vehicle values and negotiations. Negotiation tips. The local team at Telco Federal Credit Union will find you the right loan, the lowest rate, and make the process easy. Stop in, log on, or call 501-375-5321. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. F. Scott Fitzgerald writes, There are no second acts in American lives. Of course, the great Gatsby never met Robert Patrick Petrino. As Hog fans look forward to the offensive guru's second stint in Fayetteville, Petrino is getting something few receive, a second chance. Petrino is a proven teacher and play caller and capable of taking a 4-8 and eight team to great improvement. Here's hoping he succeeds, and not just on the field. One of my favorites at Double B's is Bean to Cup Coffee where you can select the roast you want and the machine will grind the beans and give you a hot, fresh, delicious cup of Renoco coffee. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. The board-certified, fellowship-trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder, the physicians at Martin Orthopedics stand ready to assist. For more information or to set up your consultation online, go to Martin Orthopedics. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. This will be the fourth attempt to get our NFL agent and guru on the line with us. That's Chris Turnage. Chris, I'll ask my question real quick before I lose you. Haha. Um, is it a fact Bill Belichick is done in New England and it sounds like the plan is not to fire him, but to trade Bill Belichick, maybe to the Chargers, if they happen to have an opening. You know, I don't think it's a fact. I think the rumors are certainly circulating about that, but I do not believe it's a done deal yet that he is 100% getting rid of them. Um, you know, it would be kind of the most Bill Belichick thing to stay there and go get Caleb Williams or Drake May and start a new uh, a new dynasty, I feel like. Um, because wow, <laughs> uh, I am beyond belief now. Uh, I do know there's been complaints filed with different folks inside the building. Hopefully, we will get this resolved because this is embarrassing. We apologize. This is not the way we operate normally, and uh, it is very, very discouraging to say the least. Freddie, good afternoon. You have a question to our trivia, uh, answer to our trivia question. I'm thinking Dean Tolson. Good Ooh, guess. 
Wow. How about that? Now, the problem is Dean was never a freshman at Arkansas. He came in okay. as a junior college transfer, but he, he did have good numbers, good guess. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Freddie. Yeah, thanks for calling. Let's try Michael. Michael, good afternoon. Do you have an All answer right. to our question? Now, the question is the highest average point per game. Correct. Correct. By by a Razorback freshman, yes. Yes, by a Razorback freshman. That would be the 44-45 season of George Cox. Cook. Cook. <laughs> I'll bet you look that up if you can't pronounce his last name. Yeah. I'm no Rick Saker. I had to look that one up. <laughs> yeah, George Coke, K-O-K. He was 6'11". Back in those days, there were two uh, giants in college basketball, him and Bob Kirkland at Oklahoma, Bob Curlin at Oklahoma A&M, what it was then. And Arkansas beat them once out of four tries. It was Oklahoma A&M won two national championships. But, yep. That was George Koch. He averaged 18.7 points a game as a freshman. So good answer, yep. even though you had to look it up. Oh, yeah, I'm too young to know that one. <laughs> well, I wasn't born then either, but, you know, I've, I've heard about him before I even knew that. I even met well, him in an NCAA tournament job. game once. You're, you're, you're the man of all Arkansas knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all of it, but anyway. Anyway, you're a winner, so thanks for calling tonight. Thank y'all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Hang on, Michael. Damon will get all the necessary information from you. Uh, I got sent this by multiple people, and uh, I had to respond to them, and that was Hog Stats, which is outstanding. I mean, if, if you need answers to your questions in most cases, and here, here it was. Uh, Arkansas basketball records, freshman season performances, and said, note, with the exception of World War II era, freshmen weren't eligible to play on the varsity team until the 72 through 73 year. That's right. And George happened to play back in 1944-45. He scored 449 points. However, when you pull up the most points scored in a freshman season, oh, I can see where be, people yeah. would be confused because you got Scotty Thurman, then sure. you had Moses Moody. That's why we said highest average, not right. highest points. Right. Yeah. Because they played fewer games. Right. Yeah. So there, there's a category most made field goals in freshman season. That was Scotty Thurman, 204. George right. Cook had 192 most Attempted field goals in freshman season and so forth and so on. And I kept saying it is scoring average. That's right. That's, that's why we did it that way. And so that we wouldn't be, because we can all name the great Razorbacks from the Sutton and Richardson eras and figure it's one of them. But this guy actually played in 1944-45 and averaged 18.7. But, yeah, that, that's average. Obviously, in fewer games, would they play 26 or something like that? So, uh, may have been lucky get, to play that many. Yeah, back you're going to get guys that played 30 something games that scored more points than he did. Arkansas had some really good freshmen. Marianne, you have said it exactly as it should have been said. <laughs> uh oh. From the Gangster Museum of America, live fan feedback. Marianne, y'all's phone lines are embarrassing. It happened all morning on the morning show. Oh, really? Y'all yeah. have low-grade product, man. Wow. Have <laughs> you heard that commercial about the packing industry? The packing uh, Walt industry? Coleman does it. Uh, I know that uh, from the Roger Scott Radio Network, Roger Scott does it. Y'all have low-grade product, man. So, anyway. That's part of the commercial? Yeah. I guess we shouldn't be saying much about other people having that, should we? <laughs> Well, sometimes it's not that the truth hurts. It's just it's the truth. Yeah. Good afternoon. Who might we be talking to? Damon's on the other line. Randy, uh, this is Marvin. I got a question. Do y'all pass stamps the answer? Because I sent in George Coke live fans feedback in the text line about 20 uh, minutes you, ago. You, you got to call in on that one to win. Oh, you, you got to call, call in. Got to call in to win. Yeah. Baby, oh, good Thank guess. You. Now, how did you know? Did you have to look it up, too, or did you know it? I actually saw him play. No, I'm just kidding. I it <laughs> wow, really? Good. Uh, you're only 19, turning 50, <laughs> no, 69, 79. Yeah. 
All right, y'all have a good day. Like yourself. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank too. you. Yeah. Actually, I, I was about to say, I did meet him once. He came to, uh, you know, I think he was from somewhere in the Northeast, and Arkansas played in the NCAA tournament uh, in Winston-Salem. And he was there. And he, I guess he knew I was sports information director at that time, and so he asked me to come meet with him. And I say, went up in the stands, talked to him. He was probably 70 years old by then, or maybe older. He was one tall human being and and you know that's and this is after i'd been around guys like joe klein and andrew lang and you know tall human beings but this guy he was big now when he played at arkansas he was he was skinny but he was uh he was a big human anyway it was really amazing to be just to have the chance to talk to him all right good afternoon who might we be talking to well, that's a surprise, and we're straight to Randy. This Chuck from Wynn. Hey, Chuck, what's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah you bypassed. Hey, everybody. man, I I would have lost the contest if I would have guessed my neighbor down here. I can stand in front of my house and look south, and I can see where Betty Brooks this just practiced in her well, driveway. Be, I mean, yeah, she might be the standing there. Yeah, she might be the record for females. Although Talia Scott's gonna whatever records yeah, there are, she's gonna shatter every one of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but didn't didn't Betty hold a record for total points for a while or something? Oh, probably did. Yeah, probably still yeah, I mean, it. I mean, yeah. in all the best. Oh no, that, that was broken a couple of years ago. No, I know, but she held it. Yeah, Dungey broke that. Yeah, but I think yeah. she held it for a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I guess I would have been wrong, points. I got a question <laughs> for you guys. How has NIL affected parking? players at junior colleges in football. You know, like some colleges get somebody, well, I'm going to put you here for a year, and then we'll bring you in, you know. Has uh, NIL got rid of that? Or that's, a or that's a great question. That's a great question. I don't think NIL has had anything to do with players going to junior college. You're right. Uh, Mississippi State was famous for hiding out junior college players uh, in Mississippi. You, you couldn't go get any. They, they were going to get anybody they wanted. You couldn't. You couldn't even talk to. Uh, I don't. I don't know that people do that anymore. I think it's like Arkansas. I guess has a couple JUCO All Americas in right now, right, Randy? They had the game last night in Little Rock. They're on campus right now. But I'm guessing that out of college or out of high school, they must not have had. Well, they had. They had the top rated uh, JUCO tight end yeah. in the country, and That's he right. committed, and then decommitted. Decommitted. And they, but they also got an offensive lineman from Michigan State, who the year before was the top rated offensive lineman. But I'm guessing those guys aren't getting offers coming out of high school. I don't know if it's grades or... Got to be elite. Got to be elite coming out of JUCO. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Chuck. Always good to hear from you. Thank you, buddy. All right. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Kane Cash Archer. Up next here on Drive Time Sports. New Year's means new equipment for you and your loved ones from River Valley Tractors, your leading Kubota dealers in central Arkansas. Start your countdown at River Valley Tractor with big savings on Kubota compact tractors and implements built to last you through all your seasons. Ring in the new year with River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russell,